0: The value of investments and the income from them may go down as well as up and investors may not get back the amounts originally invested. Past performance is not a guide to future performance. The information is not an offer, solicitation or recommendation of any funds, services or products or to adopt any investment strategy. Welcome to The Investor Download, the podcast about the themes driving markets and the economy now and in the future. I'm your host, David Brett. As Russia's invasion of Ukraine enters its second month, the humanitarian and economic crisis is mounting. The death toll is profound. But given this war was supposed to be over in days and with no end in sight, I sat down with Anne Applebaum, Pulitzer Prize winning historian, journalist and commentator on geopolitics to discuss the potential outcomes of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Before we get started, we were having a few technical issues. So the sound pops on just a few occasions, but not many. I hope it won't spoil for you what is a fascinating conversation. Before we get to how the war might end, can we go back a little bit? So is there anything we can learn from history about how events like Russia's invasion of Ukraine come about? So essentially, why does one country usually want to invade another? In this
1: particular case, it's very useful to start with a very specific piece of history, which is uh, the history of, of Vladimir Putin's service in the KGB in East Germany in 1989. Um, all of us witnessed the fall of the Berlin Wall with great happiness and excitement. We saw it as a moment of liberation. He saw it as a moment of, uh, you know, terrible. Uh, reversal damage. Um, it was the end of his career at that time. He thought it was the end of um, Soviet and Russian influence in in Europe. Um, he and a cohort of people around him, um, some also in the security services and the army, have maintained that resentment and that feeling that 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 they need to make Russia great again. They need to restore Russia's power and Russia's influence um, ever since. So, a part of what we're seeing is a kind of Soviet post-imperial nostalgia, um, a desire to repeat the past, to restore the past, and to bring something back that they feel was lost. Um, And this is something we've seen before in history. This is the kind of language that Hitler used when he talked about um, Germany. uh, Other other countries have spoken about restoring some past greatness. Um, The other piece of history that's useful to know is the history of Russian or or originally Soviet invasions of other countries Um, when the Soviet Union invaded Poland and Eastern Germany in 1945 at the end of the Second World War. um, They brought with them teams of people who were who were there not just to kick out the Germans, um, but who were there to impose a new political system. Um, and so the idea was to arrest all of the the leaders, the the mayors of cities, um, teachers, uh, local intellectuals, and to kind of you know decapitate the society, take away its leadership, um, and then do sort of mass terror to keep everybody else in control, and then to impose a new, political system. And I think you can see by the behavior of the Russians right now in eastern Ukraine that this is very much what they're doing again. And so this is really, um, this is not a battle for territory. This is not just about changing the borders. This is about, this is really in Putin's mind, a battle of ideas. This is about the restoration of the Soviet Union or some something like it or the Russian empire. It's about imposing a Russian style autocracy in Ukraine. And it's about fighting against this language of democracy that inspired people in 1989, the language of democracy that inspired the Ukrainians in 2014 to throw their corrupt president out of office, Um, He sees Ukraine as a kind of carrier of this ideology, a a carrier of Western democratic ideology that has to be defeated in order for Russia to stay safe and really for him to stay safe. Um, So it's a it's a it's a it's an existential battle for him. It's a battle about the Russia staying, you you know, remaining the same kind of system that it is. And it's about eliminating ideological opponents, uh, and so I think that's the that's the kind of war it is. It's a it's a mistake to see it in economic terms, um, and it's a mistake to see it in purely geographical terms. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, you're listening to the Investor Download.
0: Okay, so let's throw it forward a little bit. Um, what are, so we've come up with a list of about five potential scenarios for the end of the. the war in Ukraine uh, and what might be involved. And I just wanted to run them through with you and just see what you think is most likely and what they might involve. So the first one we're looking at is uh, the Ukraine eventually forces Russian troops back out of the country and Putin is ousted. How likely a scenario is that? So those are actually two different scenarios. So Ukraine
1: pushing Russian forces out of the country is possible. Um, It is certainly possible in the north, where they are now beginning to retake some towns um, that the Russians took. These are, these are on the outskirts of Kiev. Um, The, and there, 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 there's some talk of them being able to do that in the, in some of the Eastern regions as well. Um, And that would of course force a, you know, that would force a reckoning in Russia. um, But that, but there are other outcomes besides the removal of Putin. Um, One outcome could be a negotiated settlement to the war um, in which some kind of deal is done. Some um, there could be territorial changes. I don't know, but there's some some agreement is reached by which the Russian forces leave and Ukraine remains a sovereign democracy. I think that is that's possible. Um, the second scenario by which Putin is removed is extremely hard to judge. I would say that it's probably unlikely, um, if only because. In the current Russian political system, there is no mechanism for removing a leader. Um, there isn't even what we had in the Soviet era, which was a Politburo and a Communist Party. You know, there were intermediate institutions that um, that had influence on power. And right now, there aren't any such institutions. Putin is very isolated. He lives for the last two years in a kind of COVID bunker. Uh, Nobody was allowed to see him unless they'd been in quarantine for two weeks. Um, He's had more contact with his bodyguards than with anybody else. Um, and he's 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 he doesn't seem to be there's no direct mechanism by which, for example, the discontent of oligarchs or the discontent of leaders of the security services can affect him. Um, so I don't this is not I don't want to exclude that possibility because so much of you know this is now we're now back to criminology. So much of this is kind of reading tea leaves, um, but I wouldn't count on it.
0: Okay, so there is a way potentially that the Russian invasion fails, but Putin can still remain in charge.
1: Uh, Yes, there is a way the Russian invasion could fail and Putin remains in charge because remember that he controls the whole narrative about this war inside Russia. He hasn't told Ukrainians that they're at war. He hasn't, you know, if you in fact, if you use the word invasion in the context of this war, you can be arrested. Um, It's one of the reasons why so many Western journalists have now left Russia. Um, so he's he he controls the narrative, and he is therefore able to say, "Well, we got what we wanted; it was X and Y," um, and he doesn't have to admit that the the actual goal was the conquest of the entire country, um, which we know from the leaked materials that the Americans have had um, for the last two or three months. So, so he has never told the Russians that the goal is the conquest of Ukraine. He has said it's a limited special military operation designed to help some people, some Russian speakers in eastern Ukraine. Um, and so he therefore can decide if he wants to 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 change um, to change the nature of the conversation.
0: Okay, so the second scenario we're looking at, and you sort of touched upon it in your first answer, Putin accepts a slice of Ukraine maybe in a diplomatic solution. How how likely is that?
1: So that as I as I said that could be possible. The difficulty here is that um, it will be very, very hard politically for Zelensky and his government to accept any territorial concessions. And I ha- I, so Ukraine's former president, um, Poroshenko, who's still very popular, he's a lot of support in Ukraine, especially in, in, in the West, has said you know, that we mustn't make any concessions at all. Um, and so for Zelensky, even to recognize the Russian annexation of Crimea, um, is difficult, and for him to change Ukraine's borders, particularly given the brutality that the Russians are showing towards Ukrainians in occupied territories, will be will be will be difficult. That doesn't mean that it can't be done, or that there aren't other formula or or concessions he could make to do with neutrality or alliances, or you know, I, I wouldn't exclude it as a possibility. But the hard thing for Zelensky is not is is convincing Ukrainians to accept any loss of territory, given the nature of this, you know, the unprovoked nature of the war. And as I say, the, the behavior of the Russians. Get in touch with us by email at podcasts at shoders.com or visit our website shoders.com forward slash investor download.
0: OK, so the third scenario is that Putin takes the whole of Ukraine. How likely is that?
1: So that was the plan. Um, the plan was to conquer Kiev in three days and then to take the whole of Ukraine within four to six weeks. Um, that now seems to me unlikely. Um, there would have to be a real catastrophe or a, some kind of game-changing use of weaponry that would make that possible. But right now it seems unlikely. It, you know, what? with, with 150,000 troops he just doesn't have the manpower to control all of Ukraine. It's a very large country and you would need, you know, half a million troops in order to do that. And he doesn't seem to have that and he doesn't seem to have the the military capacity to control a country that doesn't want to be controlled.
0: And the fourth scenario, let's say Putin does manage to take Ukraine, however unlikely it is, but an emboldened Russia then goes after more of Europe. How likely is that?
1: So Putin expanding the war to more of Europe is possible even in a circumstance where he doesn't take Ukraine. Um, so um, there has been a lot of very ugly language in Russia in the last 48 hours about Poland. Um, <clears throat> attacks on Poland in the Russian media, Dmitry Medvedev, who was briefly of Russia, uh, under Putin's supervision a few years ago, m- issued a very strange statement about the Poles and and how you know, perfidious they are. Um, And there is certainly a scenario by which um, there is a Russian attack on, for example, the Polish airports that are being used to get arms to Ukraine or the Polish supply lines that are being used to get supplies to Ukraine, um, either inside Ukraine or even over the border. Um, And they might at some point do this as a way of – Uh, you know, expanding the conflict or testing the, um, testing NATO. Um, and that, that's something that could even happen soon. I don't think we necessarily have to wait for the end of the war. Um, you know, he may be a little bit spooked because although Biden has been somewhat, um, he's been somewhat unclear about how much we're willing to do for Ukraine. He's been very clear that we are defending Poland and we're defending the Baltic States. In fact, he's in Poland this week. and so that would be a direct challenge. to The Americans and the Americans would have to respond, um, and so that that could put him off. But but the, on the other hand, the war will, um, the war is continuing because of the supply lines coming in from Poland and Romania. So he may at some point feel the need to to, to damage those.
0: And if he's testing NATO, that sort of brings us on to the uh, fifth potential scenario. And I've lumped these all these three together. So a European war, a world war and a nuclear war. I don't know if they're all one and the same, but what's your uh, what's the like I those?
1: mean they are I suppose they're one and the same. I mean, so the, the the real question is would he use chemical or nuclear weapons? Um we know he could use chemical weapons because he did in Syria. Um, we know that the Russians have exercised the use of nuclear weapons, or they 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 simulate them in their in military exercises that they do periodically. And we know they've simulated an attack on Warsaw, and we know they've simulated a kind of taking a nuclear weapon out and exploding it in the air or in the Arctic just as a warning sign. Um, And I don't think we can exclude the idea that they would do that or some version of that again Um, or in real life rather. They haven't done it before. Um, This would then change the nature of the war completely. And there would have to be a very different kind of American or and Western, I should say, American, Western and European response. And then there would be um, there would have to be a response that was somehow equivalent to that. Um, and so, yes, it's not. I, I don't think it's likely right now, but you can't exclude it entirely.
0: Well, that was the show. We very much hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more, check out our website, schroders.com forward slash The Investor Download. You can also get in contact with us about anything in the show or ideas for future shows at Podcast at schroders.com. Please remember to subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. We're now doing one show a week, which will be available every Thursday from 5pm UK time. Thanks very much for listening. But above all, keep safe and go well.